My name is Amanda Sparm. I'm currently a Cabrera College student majoring in biophysics. I decided to do a biography on Emily du Châtelet because of her many contributions to mathematics and physics. Emily was born in 1706 in Paris, France. Her father was the principal secretary to King Louis XIV. Because of his high standing, he was able to hire private tutors to come to his home to teach Emily. By the age of 12, she could read and write in six languages, including Latin, Italian, English, and French. She self-studied moral philosophy, chemistry, physics, mathematics, metaphysics, and experimental philosophy. Dang. Emily was well known for her translations. One of the first was the book called The Fable of the Bees by Mindeville, which was a satire on the English economic system. Not only did she translate the book, but she also added her own commentary. She started the preface out with a quote regarding female education during this time. <clears throat> she stated, I am convinced that many women are either unaware of their talents by reason of the fault in their education or that they bury them on account of prejudice for want of intellectual courage. My own experiment confirms this. Chance made me acquainted with men of letters who extended the hand of friendship to me. I then began to believe that I was a being with a mind. This quote hit me because she only realized her talents when men did. Messed up. So one of her major contributions to physics was her study of conservation of energy. Um, a fellow scientist during this era was Gravenzande, who had been running an experiment where he dropped brass balls at various speeds into clay. He realized that the depth of the impacted balls was not linearly proportional to their speeds as Newton had suggested. Emily reviewed his experimental data and mathematically determined that the energy of the balls was proportional to their mass times their velocity squared. This gave rise to the kinetic energy term that is used today. In 1737, Emily entered a contest sponsored by the French Academy of Sciences of, on nature of light, heat, and fire. She submitted a paper known as the Dissertation sur la nature et la propagation du feu which translates to the nature of propagation of fire. In it, she suggested that different colors carry different heating power and anticipated the existence of what is now known as infrared radiation. Although she lost to Euler, her paper was still widely received by the French Academy of Sciences and was published in 1744. In 1736, Emilia and her good friend Voltaire, also her lover, co-authored the Elements de la Philosophie du Newton. Although she was not listed as an author due to the controversy of women in sciences during this era, she was heavily acknowledged by Voltaire. He stated that he would not have been able to come to the conclusions in the book without her intellectual mind. While Emily was pregnant with her second son, she worked on a manuscript known as the Foundations of Physique in which she considered the philosophical basis of science and tried to integrate the conflicting Newtonian, Cartesian, and Lebanesian views. Emily had been working on translating Newton's Philosophia Naturalis Principia Mathematica from Latin to French when she became pregnant at the age of 42. She knew that she was likely to die due to this late-life pregnancy, so she started working 18-hour days in order to finish the translation before she passed. Not only did Emily translate the Principa, she included her own notes, examples, derivations, and clarifications of Newton's explanations. She also explained experiments that confirmed Newton's theories. Two days before 
she passed away due to childbirth, she finished the translation, which is still the only full translation in French. Emily was a very lucky female scientist for her time. Due to her father's high standing, she was able to be educated by some of the most experienced mathematicians of her era and also work alongside them. Even with all of this, it was still hard for Emily to be taken seriously as an intellectual woman in her era by her male counterparts who ruled the scientific world. I am very lucky to be a woman in science today where we do not see the same discrimination against female scientists as we did in 1706. So thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Bye.